Welcome to the Dad's Off-Duty Podcast. I am your over-sexual host, Seth Michaels, joined this evening by... Jason Katie, I was just going to say, you sound a little extra zippy tonight. Is there a thumb up your butt? That's for me to know, and you to wipe off later. Ew. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. Delicious. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Okay, hey, Seth, I wanted to let you know right off the bat. I walked into a store the other day and noticed that they were selling deer nuts for $1.25. And I thought that was a little weird because every other time I've seen them, they were under a buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, like, it was worth you, sh- like you've done better. <laughs> you know what? My, I had a math joke that you didn't even get right away. So I think that counts to like three jokes, three good jokes in one. How are you doing tonight, Jason? I'm all right. You know, it's uh Thursday night as we record this. I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready for spring, man. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm doing all right. I, you know what? I'm not going to complain. We've got a great show today, don't we? I think so. And if you've seen the title, you might have a guess as to what the episode is about. Here's a hint. It's stuff that we hate about our kids. I'm just kidding. It's stuff that we hate our kids doing or dislike or. Yeah, you get the picture. Things that our kids do that drive us nuts. Hence my dad joke. That's a much better way to put it. Not deer nuts, though. Like, we wouldn't make our children have deer nuts. I hope. I think that's illegal in about 42 states. <laughs> All right, Jason. I wanted to share with you right away one thing that my mom said drove her nuts about me as a child only one thing just i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of sprinkle in a few things as we go through the evening here things that my mom said that drive drove her nuts about me in particular and one of those things and i was an angry kid i think i wasn't this very happy sociable devilishly handsome person that you see in front of you today. No, I was a mean little bastard. I had five siblings to compete with, and sometimes they upset me. And when they upset me, instead of hitting them, there were times I would hit things around me, like the wall. And what happens when you punch drywall? I'm going to guess you create a hole in said drywall. You create a hole in said drywall. How happy as a parent would you be if there were just suddenly a hole in the wall of the house you're renting? I would uh, get out a belt or a wooden spoon. (laughs) Or some such thing to uh, lay upon your butt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I I asked my mom, I said, you know, what, what, what drove you nuts about us kids? And she's like, well, I'm not going to say about the other kids because her response was, you pretty much know what drove me nuts about, about them. But, you know, coming home to holes in the wall wasn't my favorite thing. in the world. Uh, and one other thing right away that I, that I want to say that drove her nuts that still drives my wife nuts to this day is my refusal to put clothes in the laundry basket. Is it really far away? Is it in a different room? Like, why is it so difficult? It's right next to <laughs> where I put my clothes generally like right next to it. 
It's pathetic, man. Come on. It's it's an it's an ADHD thing. Um but it is really like it sometimes those like little tasks like completing something, finishing a task, like I would put like my socks in the laundry basket, but my underwear, pants, and shirt floor. Usually it was the other way around, to be honest. Usually it would be like some of my like the the big stuff would end up in the laundry basket, like my underwear and socks would just be littered all over the room. All of the wives listening to this podcast are having an aneurysm right now. Yeah, see, I don't know if my wife can relate or because I as a kid, even I was always a neat person and I still am. So I don't think that translates over to me. If anything, my wife is the messy one and it drives me nuts at what she does sometimes when she just leaves things lying around. But um, yeah, I can't. The, the only thing I can think about that my mom might uh, remember that drove her nuts was growing up, we had a hot tub and my mom one day was downstairs working because she had a salon in our basement. She was a hairdresser. And I remember one day she said, Hey, I'm filling up the hot tub. When it gets to a certain level, turn off the hose. And so my brother and I said, okay, sure. She went downstairs to work and we, we're not going to sit there and watch water fill up in a hot tub. No, we're going to play some Sega Genesis. There's toe jam and Earl to be had. And (laughs) my mom comes up from uh, finishing her hair appointment, walks into the room, the sunroom where the hot tub is and steps on the carpet, which is completely soaked. And we hear a loud scream come to find out the hot tub completely overflowed to the point where the entire sunroom was about an inch thick, inch deep of water. Oh, that had to drive her nuts. I'm sure she still remembers that, but yeah, that was a, that was a big screw up. Yeah, man. Uh, (laughs) I can't even imagine if I came home and there's just water everywhere. Oh God. At least you said it was the basement though, right? No, no sunroom. Oh, sunroom, sunroom, sunroom. Yeah. Still no, thanks. One other thing that, drove my mom nuts and this is just one incident kind of like yours and i think i've shared this before but i was very young and my dad left his baseball gear in the back of the um station wagon that we owned and i got into the back of the station wagon and i had to have been like three years old ish And I took the baseball and I threw the baseball at the front windshield of the car. And the front windshield broke. And then I decided, oh, that was fun. That made a cool noise. Let's do it again. So I did it like three or four more times before (laughs) before uh, they, they came out and stopped me. So, yeah, there's that one. Oh, I lied. One one other thing, because I did this more than one time. I. We had just got a new van, like a big kind of like a. Um, you know, those like Dodge Ram vans from the 90s, like super big, really long fit, like nine people in them. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? The ladder in the back. Like, yeah, up basically. Yeah. Back when back. Yeah. Door, yeah. Yeah. And we just got the van and. I got in. My mom's like, can you go start the van? I said, yeah, I'll start the van. I was I mean, I was young, but like I knew how to start the van and I just turned the key. Right. Well, I was like, well, what happens when you pull the stick down? Right. That's how I see my parents driving. Oh, boy. What happens when you pull the stick down? Well, do you know what happens when you pull the stick down is the van starts moving in reverse. And so slowly the van started moving back out of the driveway and into the street. So yeah, they, they were too Not, happy about that. What's the end of that story? I mean, did your parent, I can just imagine your parents running down the driveway at full speed to try to jump in and slam it into park. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what happened. Like, uh, 
my uh, my mom came running up and like jumped in the passenger side and scooted over to the driver's side and put her foot on the brake and, and stopped. So all safe. There were and thankfully it wasn't a busy street. It was a pretty, pretty slow street. Not too many vehicles on it, but there was one car that was definitely coming out and they were honking at me. I was confused. I was like, what? I'm just backing up. <laughs> the, the other uh, the other story I think I can share in general, what drove my parents nuts was just like, especially as teenagers, my brother and I, two years apart, we would always fight. And it wasn't like we were throwing punches at each other's faces. That was always that was always a no-no. We just it was an unwritten rule. But we would just tackle each other, take each other down, you know, slam into walls, wrestling essentially. And I know it drove my drove my mom nuts because she'd, you know, tell us to go to our rooms and sit there for, you know, an hour, what felt like three hours, but I'm sure it was like a half hour. And then she would do the thing that really irritated my brother and I is she would let us out of our rooms and we had to hug each other and say we're sorry and that we loved each other. And as a teenage boy, having to hug your brother and tell him you love him, like that was like the ultimate punishment. But I that drove my parents nuts, I'm sure, just us wrestling and fighting and all that. Do you at least hug him now? Can we fist bump? No, I, I hug him. Yes, we yes, we have uh gotten along very well in the last five, ten years. So it's been good. Oh, that's good. No, no hard feelings. All right, Jason, are you ready to get into the meat and potatoes of tonight? Let's do it. I'm ready to go. All right. The first reason that I mentioned, or the, the reason that I mentioned meat and potatoes, and you might be able to guess where this is going, is something that drives me nuts about the kids is not eating what we cook or being very picky eaters. That's a great one. Man, does it just... It... And I think the reason that it really drives me nuts is I know and I know I've mentioned this before is I didn't grow up with much. Right. So if my parents made food, we had to eat that food like we were going to eat it. There was no choice. So it's nice to be able to offer our children a choice of what to eat. But at some point, I would like my oldest to stop eating only macaroni and cheese corn dogs hot dogs yogurt in the morning cereal sometimes grilled cheese yeah that's pretty much it it's funny because my oldest will not eat we have the hardest time getting giving lunch to my oldest because she does not like at all macaroni and cheese grilled cheese sandwiches um, hot dogs. What I mean, what else? I'm trying to think. She basically will only eat peanut butter and jelly. We give her Nutella Uncrustables. She likes those. She'll sometimes eat uh, like a turkey, cheese, and lettuce sandwich. She doesn't really like cheese, though, in general. And that's the other thing. Like anything that has cheese on it that's melted, like melted cheese, she hates it. But she likes pizza, so figure that one out. But, you know, if, if my wife makes like a Mexican dish and it's got like cheese that's melted on top or something, she's she's out. Um, yeah. For, uh, my wife, I don't know how she does it because like she'll cook like a really good meal and then we'll put it in front of the kids and all they'll do is they'll eat a little bit of fruit. They, they love fruit and vegetables, but anything outside of fruit and vegetables, they're completely out. And uh, I shouldn't say completely out, but they don't eat a ton of protein. And I'm always like, eat your chicken. Come on, eat the pork, eat the steak, eat whatever we gave you. But it's just like, no, I would like 18 pounds of blueberries, please for my dinner. <laughs> 18 pounds of blueberries. So back uh, the truck up. My children also really like fruit for the most part. Um, strawberries in particular, love strawberries. Uh, now, I can't get my kids to eat vegetables to save my life. It's impossible. 
literally impossible. People are like, well, why don't you like hide it in other food? No, my children know. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no hiding it. My, my oldest would be eating something and he will stop mid bite, take the stuff out of his mouth and hold it out and be like, what is this? This tastes different. What is this? What's, what's in here? I, I, it's the same, it's the same stuff I made you last time. It was not the same stuff I made him last time. <laughs> yeah, be like, you no, know, you you can't hide vegetables from either of our children. Can't do it. Yeah, I I mean I I don't think picky eaters is uncommon. I'm sure all the dads and, and moms that are listening probably can relate in some form or another. But I agree. As a parent, it is pretty frustrating to make a meal. Or, or sometimes it's like something they actually ask for. Like, what do you want for lunch? Today I want a ham and cheese sandwich and some soup. And then you give it to them and they don't even eat it. Oh, that is That's, the most frustrating thing. Oh, my goodness. Like, you wanted this 10 minutes ago. What happened in the last 10 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, just this morning. Just this morning, Jennifer was asking Kai, so what do you want for your snack at, at 4K? is cheese crackers and I forgot what else she said. Uh, okay. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then we're basically out the door and he looked in his backpack and he said, this isn't what I wanted for a snack. I don't want this. And Jennifer and I just looked at each other, just dumbfounded. What you said, you agreed to this. This is an exchange. You said yes. This is what we put in there. We're we're leaving. We're we're not changing this now. Of course, he threw a little bit of a fit. We didn't change it though. We didn't give in, but it was still frustrating. Just, no, what? This is this is what you get. This is this is what you said. I, I'm I'm not changing it. <laughs> All right, give me one. I should say we also reached out to our listeners on uh, social media. So on Facebook and Instagram, we got some great responses. So I'm going to sprinkle those in as we go along. And I have to agree with stay at home dad strategy that wrote, oh, let's see, throwing clothes everywhere, getting multiple dishes and cups throughout the day. That is something too. Um, starting a game and not finishing it, not putting the game away. And the list can go on and on. Out of that, I picked out, and I agree with especially the the mess, the mess aspect. I talked at the beginning about the fact that I'm a neat freak. So when my kids, we have a playroom in the basement of all their toys, but they'll get to a point where they'll go down and play, which is great. But then they'll get to a point where you can't even see the carpet anymore because all the toys are just dumped out everywhere. The bucket of blocks, instead of like playing with blocks like you would, my youngest just likes to dump the bucket of blocks out just to see and hear the noise and then there's just a bunch of blocks on the floor and i'll walk in to like maybe play with them or, or get something and it's like i can't even walk around the room and it just drives me nuts like i said i'm such a neat freak that um i will be there once a day cleaning up the playroom for them like a total tool um because it just bothers me so much and so I can't couldn't agree more with stay at home dad strategy. Kids making a mess. That's on the top of my list. Jason, can yeah. you come here just for two days? Can I just leave you in the house for two days? And uh, you can you can come back at me and later and tell me how much of a, a pig I am. But can you just come over here for two days and just I'll lock you inside? That way you just have to clean my house. If you think I'm picking up the clothes that are right next to the hamper and putting them in there for you, you got another thing coming. All right. I also put out the question on social media and I have a response. And this is from Wagner Bird 89. She said, make weird, irrita irritating noises with their mouth after you repeatedly told them to stop. An example of that would be blows raspberries yep things dad things dads like on instagram also agrees and i also agree um with that as well now there's a caveat 
for this. To, I don't mind somebody making farting noises or blowing raspberries. I probably wouldn't tell my kids to stop doing that. Um, I mean, unless it was just on repeat for half an hour or something. Now, what does bother me is if you are eating something next to me and you are chewing with your mouth open and I tell you to stop chewing with your mouth open, you better stop because I'm going to hurt something. I'm not going to hurt my kids, but it's probably going to be like my fist into my own face wanting the noise to stop. Or are you going to be punching another hole in the drywall, Seth? Seth, you have a problem. We have plaster here, so. Okay. Um, yeah, if I punched, if I, with, you know, the, the lathe behind it, if I punched my wall, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to hurt my hand. <laughs> well, I think you're due for another surgery. It's been a few weeks. Well, actually, it, I mean, it, if we want to talk about things that probably upset my parents is how often I was injured. And speaking of injuries, I got my MRI report back on my left shoulder and left hip. And they both came back and said, it's utter trash. What have you been doing? <laughs> your body is useless. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as useless as your jokes. No. Um, no. <laughs> Come on. No, I was saying that like as as my doctor is talking to me, Seth, they're almost as useless as my jokes like as me. Seth, the noise that my kids make that annoy me the most is the crying. Having two <laughs> girls, they're so much crying. Just today, so I was like, knew that we had this topic, and I was like, okay, what are they crying about today that's just driving me up a wall? And here we go. The first one was they were crying because their tablets had low battery. So that really frustrated them to the point where they were crying. Now, keep in mind, they're the ones that have been on their tablets playing the games. They see the message that shows up saying low battery. They know what that message means when they see that pop up. Yet they just hit that dismiss button very fast and they're on playing Roblox some more. So when it gets down to like 5% and mom and dad are like, hey, let's take a break and plug this thing in, the tears start. The other thing that sent them into a crying bonanza was that uh, they were sitting on the couch next to each other and one of my daughter's legs was too close to the other daughter's leg. And that just frustrated her to the point of she had to cry. That's amazing. That was my family as as children too. Um, man, anytime they were too close to each other, especially my my twin sister and my younger brother, when they were real little, if they were too close to each other, just just hate, just pain. It would be you're too close. And then pinching would ensue, then like slapping would ensue, and then some form of claymation and claymation death. Uh, what, what was that called when we were growing up? What do you remember? Celebrity death celebrity match. Celebrity death match. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Speaking of celebrity death match, uh, Nurse Papa the Book on Instagram said that uh, my son kicked me in the nuts yesterday. That sucked. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been hit a few times in the nuts, and uh, it's no bueno. How about you? Have you gotten hit? Have your kids hit you square in the nuts? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, never on purpose. Like, they've ne never with malicious intent right. or anything like that. But I have, I have been laying on the floor, and wasn't paying attention or I was talking to Jennifer or something and the oldest came just running, jumping off the couch and just need me just, just full on. Just, oh God, that hurt. <laughs> when I think about getting kicked or hitting the nuts, I think that the only thing that can cure that amount of pain is having a beverage. Yeah, you think so? I think that sounds about right. So what does that make it, Jason? I think if I'm looking at my watch right, yeah, the, the, the big hands there, the little hands there, it's cocktail o'clock. <laughs> oh. 
Oh God! Oh. Did you just spill your drink? No, the 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 drink was attached to the coaster, and the drink, as I was lifting it, the coaster was stuck to it. Have you ever done that? And then the coaster fell. So sorry about that. What what are coasters? Well, if you were a neat freak like me, you would know. <laughs> so it's cocktail o'clock. Speaking of nuts, I have a drink here that has some nuts in it. And what do I mean by that? Well, today I'm drinking a Italian margarita. Do you know what an Italian margarita is, Seth? Um, does it have De Niro's nuts in it? Like just margarita with like a little bit of like shaved De Niro nuts? Damn, you got it. Okay, I guess I guess we're done here. That was it. Damn, I'm a genius. No, okay. A an Italian margarita is a spin on a regular margarita, which I have made here previously. So I'm not really going to go into any detail on the history of margaritas. So you will be happy, Seth. But I will say that a Italian margarita is essentially a margarita, which is triple sec tequila and lime juice. And if all goes well, you can see a video of me making this drink on TikTok. So please check that out. What I did was I mixed a half ounce of triple sec with an ounce and a half of tequila and one ounce of lime juice. To that, I added two-thirds of an ounce of amaretto, which is a almond liqueur. It's nutty flavored. And I shook that up in my shaker and uh, distilled that into a margarita glass. Do you remember what I called, what I said amaretto tasted like the last time you made a drink with it? Uh, white trash, hot trash? Hot trash. Yeah. Well, this drink, I'm happy to say, does not have the overpowering amaretto flavor in it. The other one was like way too much amaretto. To be honest with you, I can't even taste the amaretto in here, which I'm a little bit disappointed with. I I thought like maybe there was going to be a hint of almond in the background, but it's a, this is essentially a margarita. Maybe I needed to add more amaretto in this case, but I, um, I'm not complaining because I love margaritas, so um, I'm happy with this. That being said... I don't even remember what I rated the margarita, but it's it's that rating because it's this is essentially a margarita. No, you can't you can't you can't do that. You you have to you have to give it a number. You can't be a little bitch. I'm trying to pound this because I'm thinking like maybe the amaretto's all the way at the bottom, so I just gotta like find it, use my detective skills. I, I the real know. Sherlock Holmes. I, I certainly, I remember putting the amaretto in here, Seth. I don't believe you. Maybe you should just put some amaretto in there right now and then try it. Okay, let's pretend I did that. Okay, I put more amaretto in. He's fucking lying. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can taste amaretto now. That was it. Okay. I'm going to give this drink. This is a good drink. I'm going to give this drink four and a half out of five. Oh, Delicious. Damn. Damn. I love my tequila. Oh, dude, I love margaritas. I wish I could drink right now. And it's going to get even worse in a few days. I haven't told you yet, Jason, but I'm going on a cleanse. Oh, no. Did you, this is something your wife talked your, you into. Yes. Yes, it is. I am going on a cleanse. It's basically an entirely vegan cleanse. I've never tried that. So like no meat, not even eggs, right? Vegan. Um, I'm nervous. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think that people understand how much candy I consume on a weekly basis. Wait a minute. Candy, that's vegan, right? It's also a sugar cleanse. What the, then what do you do? Is it just water? Is that basically all you, water and kale? Wait, 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 wait. It's not even just water. I have to drink mineral enriched distilled water. Well, aren't you hoity toity? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I didn't eat. I still have to look it up. I said, I, Jennifer, I don't understand. Can't I just drink purified water? She said, no, you have to drink distilled water with minerals in it i said isn't that purified water so i still have to look it up and find out what the difference just, is because to me that just sounds like water straight from a river or something 
<laughs> right? I got to climb to the top of Mount Fiji and melt some ice. <laughs> oh, man. How, how, and how long are you doing this cleanse for? 21 days. Oh, fuck. Oh. Dude, I'm going to be a right asshole the first week that I'm doing this on the podcast. I just have to warn you. This first week, I'm going to be horrible to record with. At what point are you going to be drinking again? Because I'm really getting sick and tired of drinking by myself. I'm sorry. I can pretend to drink with you. No. We, we need to just bank a bunch of episodes before you go on this cleanse. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I, I just need to record short videos of me drinking. <laughs> and then we'll just like splice it into the episode. Or I was just thinking like you could watch during your cleanse these videos of you drinking fun drinks and just like be happy because you are going to be so depressed. I'm going to be a sad, sad man. All right. I I had to I had to share that it's happening and I'm going to be a sad boy. Uh, Okay, another thing. That. Really grinds my gears. Is the age old question. Are we there yet? When are we going to get there? It's taking a really long time. Damn. And the reason that it, I think it's so fresh in my mind right now is we're, we were driving to my dad's house tonight. We were driving out there and he lives maybe 15 minutes away. Maybe. At the most, 15 minutes away. And we were maybe nine minutes into the drive and my kid says, are we there yet? It's taking a long time. Whoo. I didn't realize how much that bothered me until he said that nine minutes into the drive. (laughs) I've, I've got a solution for you. Uh, My kids always did that as well. So my parents, when uh, during the summer months, they live about two hours away us so to go visit them it's about a two-hour drive now what i do is i've got apple carplay in my car so i got the google maps up on the screen that they can see it's in the center stack and uh now when they wonder how long it's going to take i said look at the number in the bottom corner that's how many minutes it's going to take to get to our destination so stop asking me and it's worked that, that that question's gone away and if they ask i say i just point right to that number and i say right there Leave me alone. But here's the thing. When they ask, does it still drive you nuts? They, they ask less and less now. I just I just point to oh. it. And I, I just ignore them. Don't give them even a response. I don't even entertain them with a response. All right. You got any other social media responses? Yeah. At- Atomic Mommy had a good one. And I think this applies to most parents. Uh, they keep calling my name out to tell me the same thing they told me a hundred times before that. Oh, yeah. You know, my my kids will be watching something on YouTube and they'll think it's hilarious and they'll want me to come and watch it. And okay, I watch the five seconds that I can stand of watching Blippi. And then it's like, hey, dad, look at this again. He's doing the same thing he was already doing. I saw it. I don't need to see him do it again. Jason. What? I just realized you look like Blippi. What are you talking about? Oh my god. I you look like Blippy. I'm going to get a picture of your face and I'm gonna put it on his head and I'm gonna send it to you. You look like Blippy. Blippy is clean shaven. I have a beard. It's not he wears glasses. Yeah, you you could easily put fake glasses on and look like Blippy for sure. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happening. I can't wait. Dad of the North said something that I completely cannot even relate to. He says, uh, using all my cologne without asking. I'm hoping he has like, I don't know, but (laughs) I'm I'm hoping he has like a teenage son. Otherwise, that's really weird because that's like going to be the best smelling third grader in school. I can't stand the smell of cologne. Too sensitive to me. Like I, my nose is too sensitive. Do your kids steal anything of yours kind of on that topic? Do they steal anything of mine? No, no. I mean, does the TV count? <laughs> it, during during football season? Yes. No, I mean, just any time like 
at a certain point, talking about things that drive us nuts is the children getting the majority of the television time when they're awake. Like they get to choose the things that they want to watch. At a certain point, I just I I don't want stinky and dirty on in the background or puppy dog pals or Paw Patrol or whatever they're watching. I just I don't even I don't want to even I don't want it even in my mind. I want to be done with it. The only time that I have to say the TV is mine is the three hours a week during football season that I have to watch my lions completely suck a nut and leave me alone from one to four on Sundays because I need to watch them lose because that's just my tradition. Other than that, you can watch your puppy dog pals and your Paw Patrol, but during those three hours, leave me alone. And we know that the Lions always play at one to four because they will never be good enough to have a primetime game. How dare you? (laughs) The only thing I can think of that my kids might steal from me is my food. So if I'm eating something, they'll want some of it. And I've kind of come up with a hack that might be useful to dads and moms. If you're listening, um, just tell them that the food you're eating is spicy. That's what I usually do. It's, oh, you want some of this chocolate? Oh, it's 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 chili pepper chocolate. You can't have it. Sorry. It's it's really spicy. So you're welcome. I like it. Yeah. Neither of my kids like spicy food. Um, here is a response that I had from a friend of mine on the Book of Faces. When they watch YouTube videos of other people playing video games... Amen, sister. Wait a second. Who that Wait is. a second. And then to finish it off, she said, "Like what the actual fuck?" <laughs> uh, my kids do this. My my oldest one especially will go on YouTube, and she's really into Roblox right now. But she will watch other people playing Roblox, and you know we used to know we knew a guy that was big on Twitch. And for the life of me, I can't understand Twitch. I love video games. And ever since I was little, I hated watching other people play video games. Like when it was, you know, the Nintendo and you had two controllers and there was three of you and you were the one having to watch other two people play. That bothered the fuck out of me because I just wanted to get in there and play. (laughs) So for the life of me. So legitimately angry right now. (laughs) I mean, give me the damn controller. I can beat King Koopa. You can't. You suck. So like this whole thing of watching other people play video games, like instead of watching them play, unless you are stuck at a point and you need to go on a YouTube to see a tutorial, how to beat a part. Why would you ever watch somebody else play a game when you could just play said game? Somebody explain it. Now, here's the thing. I, on uh, playing devil's advocate or the other side of this, I've actually always enjoyed watching other people play video games and i i think a little bit a little part of me is i always play video games a, a specific way and and i usually play quite a bit differently than than most people do i i think differently in video games than i i would say the majority of players do so i i like to watch people play and and do things different than i would have or if they're incredibly entertaining or incredibly talented. The other reason I'll watch somebody play is if they are at the top of the the game, literally like they're one of the best players watching people at that level compete, regardless of whether it's in a video game or a professional football or whatever the case is watching people at the very top of their profession perform is entertaining to me, regardless of what it is. Did you just say people that play video games and use the term profession? Like it's an actual job? It is an actual job. Yeah, I know. People like Ninja that make money that I can't even fathom. It boggles my mind. What's your... Okay, so what's your favorite video game, Seth? My favorite video game... My favorite video game is probably the Civilization series. So like Civ 5, Civ 6... Okay, and then so that's fine. So let's say I came over and I got on your PC and I booted up Civilization five or six and just started playing. And I was like, hey, watch me play. Yeah. And you just sat there and watched me play that that would be fun to you. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me at all. 
Oh, okay. We're cut from a different cloth, my friend. Yeah, it, it wouldn't bother me at all. I would actually be really, again, I find it fascinating. I would be really, and you'd probably be annoyed by me. Like, oh, why did you do that? Like, what, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. So, so like my favorite video game of all time is Final Fantasy X which if you've played role-playing games, especially the Final Fantasy series, you could easily log 70 to 80 hours of gameplay. And at the time that I was playing it, my wife was my girlfriend at the time, and we were playing it at her house because she had the PlayStation 2. And to keep her entertained, she had the 88,000-page walkthrough guide, call it a guide, for the game. She would help me by flipping through the pages and being like, here's the neck, here's where you should go type thing. And I, and I would control the character and basically play the game. So we kind of did it together. And it was like, you know, it was a fun thing to do together. If you switched roles and said, Hey, Julie, you are going to play the game. And Jason, you are going to flip through the pages and tell her where to go next. My brain would explode. I'd (laughs) I'd be so fucking bored. I couldn't do it. Long story short, whoever your friend is that said, watching other people play video games 18 thumbs up completely agree (laughs) yeah that's 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 a good i'm glad you got such a kick out of that one um and then i have another one from my facebook page and then here it is being a poor loser or being a poor sport okay i was gonna say are you calling your kid a loser i was confused there but Okay, being a poor sport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are you talking like sports? Are you talking game like playing board games? Yeah, playing just in general, being a poor sport, table flipping. I don't think my kids ever flipped a table, but my my oldest is really competitive. He hates losing. Hates it. He's getting better slowly with age, but just really and this kind of stops him from doing some things. He doesn't even like not being good at something. And he's he, he's four, so he's not going to be good at a lot of things, but it really bothers him when he's not good at something um, to the point of where it kind of stops him from doing that. And uh, if there's any part of this that bothers me, it's that is that he's a poor sport to the point that it'll stop him from even attempting something further. That's that's when it'll get me. If he loses, you know, he doesn't want to play again because he lost and there's a chance of him losing. Yeah, I I think that is also something that happens at our house. And my oldest especially is she does get frustrated when she loses to anybody, especially her little sister. But now what we do is we, after we play a board game or just any game in general where there's a winner and a loser, we always say, okay, you have to shake hands and say good game. And that usually helps calm nerves. That helps. Now, thinking back to when I was a kid, you know, we had a basketball net in my driveway and my dad and I would play one-on-one all the time. And I can remember playing one-on-one with my dad and winning. And come on, I was like 10, right? 10 to 13. There's no way in hell that I legit won that game, you know? (laughs) But my dad being the good support that he was, you know, I would deke him and every time it would work, quote unquote, magically, right? I can remember playing one-on-one with my dad in the driveway a lot, and that was great memories, but I seem to win. My winning percentage was pretty high, let's say. So thanks, Dad. Yeah, do you know what happened when I threw a fastball to my dad over the plate? What's that? He did not just let it go by. Oh, no. If it was in the upper half of the plate, I wasn't getting that baseball back. (laughs) (laughs) He'd he'd hit that baby 400 feet and I'd just be like, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the other thing I can think about when I think about what drives me nuts that my kids do is so bedtime routine, right? Mm-hmm. Now for us, but if you start the clock at saying, OK, it's time for bed, let's let's get going. Then you go potty. And yes, I said potty. Because I just think as a dad now, I just can't say go to the bathroom. I have to say go potty. So they go potty. They brush their teeth. We brush their hair. We put on pajamas. We read books. We pray. They sing, sing some lullabies. And then all of that takes anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour. 
depending on the day. It's a slow process, but I do enjoy it because I've said this on a previous podcast. That's the time where I get a lot of, I get one-on-one time with one of my daughters, depending on who I'm putting to bed that night. And it's great. But after that 45 minutes to an hour and I say goodnight and we close the door, that should be it. But sometimes my kids will come out of their door, come out of their bedroom, come see us and ask for something else. Like say, Hey, I want, I need more water or, uh, I, can you sing me another song or I want, you know, I need a band aid. whatever that just drives me to the wall. We just spent 45 minutes to an hour doing all this stuff. That's it. it. It's dad time now. I'm off duty. Shall we say when my kids come out after the bedtime routine is over, that just drives me up a wall. And I know it shouldn't because I'm going to look back in 10 years and be like, oh, that was the best times because it's like, ooh, I get to cuddle with my kids more. And I'm really trying in the back of my mind to remember that and be less frustrated about it. And I think, I, I think I'm doing that now. But still, it, there's a part of me that's like, oh, my God, come on. I just want to relax. Put my feet up. Here, here is a trick that might help you. How old's your oldest? Six. Think about what might be happening in her bedroom in 10 years. Uh, she's going to be on her phone texting her friends. Or like a boyfriend. Shut shut up. Yeah, right? Shut your dirty so, think mouth. About, so think about that. You know, in 10 years, it's only asking right now, oh, can I have a Band-Aid or can I have a cup of water? In 10 years, it might be, can I go over to Tyler's house? Now, why are you doing this to me, man? Are you doing this because you have boys and you're just like, ha-ha? No, no, I'm doing this to help you out. So... If they ask you again, you can think to yourself, I should take advantage of this because in 10 years, they might be asking me to see boys instead of get a cup of water. I think I'm getting hives. (laughs) I see them. Your face is a little splotchy. No. That's the margarita. (laughs) That's the margarita. Oh, got it. I, I think, I think that's pretty much it for things that, uh, that drive me nuts that my kids do. I before before we really end the episode though, Jason, it's been a while since I've asked you this question. Here it goes. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh, here we go. All right. We have three of the the best dudes in Hollywood tonight. We have Keanu Reeves, Justin oh, Timberlake, and Paul Rudd. Fuck, Mary kill. Who you got? Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to marry the richest one, obviously. So Justin Timberlake, Paul Rudd, and who was the other one? Keanu Reeves. I, see, Justin Timberlake has everything going. He's got, he, he can sing, he can dance, he can act. Damn, that guy's good. I would marry that guy. And he's married to Jessica, uh, one of the Jessicas, right? Or Jennifer, one of the Jays. Who's he married to? Somebody, somebody I like. Jessica, not Simpson. Jessica Beale. Elba. Beale. Yes. Jessica Beale. So like if I married him, it would be, you know, I'd be living with Jessica Beale too, right? That's not how it works. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to marry Jessica. Uh, I totally Jessica. nailed that, by the way, without like I, I just confirmed Jessica Beale, but I nailed it without looking it up. I surprised myself. Well done. I would still marry Justin Timberlake because he's just he's just cool. I th- I think we we would hang out and I think we'd get along. So he'd be he'd be a good uh, good husband. Who would I fuck? I would f- fuck Keanu Reeves and uh, who's the other one? Paul Paul Rudd. Ooh. See, Paul Rudd is like at the top of my wife's list. I think he's number one. So just to spite my wife, I would fuck Paul Rudd. <laughs> And that means I was going to kill Keanu. I'm sorry, dude, Keanu. That is, that is this. Keanu Reeves is like the nicest dude on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, he's just literally one of the nicest dudes. He doesn't even like put his, when he puts his arm around girls in pictures, he does like the, it's off of them. Like he doesn't even touch them. And that bothers me. Like, Put your arm around, grab grab a nipple if you have to. So that bothers me. So for that reason, and that reason only, <laughs> he's dead. He's dead to me. So there you go. Mary Timberlake, 
uh, fuck Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, and kill Keanu. We would be fucking the same person. That was that was my choice too. But my my Mary Kill is switched. If you, if you wouldn't kill, if you wouldn't fuck Paul Rudd, please get in contact with us because we want to know what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. So I before I end, I, I just want to give a little backstory to that question today. I mean, I've done the question be- before, but uh, as I've said, as I'm starting to do these TikTok videos, and I saw this video of there's a show called like Danny on the street or something. I can't remember the guy's name, but he like goes up to people and asks them questions. Well, there's this episode where Paul Rudd is on it and he runs up to this woman and Paul Rudd is like literally right next to him. He runs up to this lady with a dollar. He's like, I got to give you a dollar. Can I ask you a question? She's like, sure. Would you fuck Paul Rudd? If you like, if you had the chance and nobody found out and she's like, no, I'm, I'm married. You know, I wouldn't do that. He's like, but what if nobody knew? She's like, no, I'm married. I wouldn't do that. Mm -mm." And so my response to this was to make a TikTok video of like the first part of that, where it's him and Paul Rudd. I'm like, would you fuck Paul Rudd? And then I cut out her response and it's just me looking around and don't see my wife anywhere. Hell yeah. He's so charming. If you've never seen the Hot Ones episode with Paul Rudd in it, it will immediately make you love the guy. Like, you can't watch that video and not just be completely charmed by him. It's impossible. I'm I'm giving you two violent thumbs up over the camera, over the phone here. And I will say, since Clueless, has the guy not aged a day? He looks the same. What the hell? He looks amazing. He looks amazing. Uh, Dude, Paul Rudd's amazing. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you killed Keanu. I'm so sad about that. Who am I supposed to kill in that? Am I supposed to kill JT? Yeah, that's, he has that, so that was much. Was no, no, he, he's given so much. He's given us trolls. I mean, if my kids found out that I killed Branch, <laughs> they would be so pissed. <laughs> Couldn't do it. And uh, so, yeah, if they if they ever get mad at you for anything, just say. If, if Seth had his choice, he would kill Branch. They won't give him nightmares at all. <laughs> and on that wonderful note, thank you for joining us this evening. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, including TikTok, where Jason is going to upload his first video about making the margarita. And Instagram. We'll have all of those links in the description of the podcast episode. And if you would be super kind and be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, we would also really appreciate that. Other than that, if you're a dad out there, stay off duty.